Later on in the day, the Louisville Cardinals will square off with the Pittsburgh Panthers. On this pregame episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast, we will give a full preview of the matchup. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's pregame episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. As always, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Louisville your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. I know game time is a little over um, five hours away, but I wanted to give a full preview episode, a uh, full pregame episode. We'll discuss what's at stake versus Pittsburgh. We'll talk about the keys to victory for U of L and the players to watch for Jeff Brom's team. So a full preview episode, obviously not ideal timing. I do want to take this time to apologize uh, to you all, the audience. Um, I mentioned on the Monday episode of the show with Grant Mulligan that I was going to be out of town for the majority of the week. It was going to prevent me from recording until about Thursday evening, late Thursday, um, and also Friday, but unfortunately some stuff popped up to where I was unable to get those recordings done. Um, obviously feel pretty extremely bad about, um, not having a ton of coverage regarding this matchup. So I do want to take this time to apologize to you all about that, but wanted to have at least one episode of preview. I know that the matchup is here in a couple of hours, but, um, if you have the time to, to tune in and, you'll make this your pregame listen. I'm definitely pretty appreciative about that. But um, we'll start out how we usually start out, talking about matchups, discussing what is at stake for the Cardinals in a given matchup against a certain team. I feel like this argument or this discussion helps deliver full context about where Louisville is at in the season, the team that they're going up against, and um, so on and so forth. So what is at stake Versus the Pittsburgh Panthers. Well, first of all, we have to look at what Pittsburgh is doing and not doing many things well. Uh, Pittsburgh started out the season with a victory, but since then have lost their last four games. Um, They lost to Cincinnati and Scott Satterfield by six points, um, went to Morgantown, lost to West Virginia, and they've gotten blown out in their first two conference matchups. North Carolina went to Pittsburgh, beat them by 17, and then most recently before the bye week, Virginia Tech winning by 17 over Pittsburgh. The Cardinals in this matchup. Um, the spread has fluctuated here and there, uh, but as of right now, it's sort of sitting at around the touchdown, Louisville minus seven. Uh, something to focus on in this particular game is um, you know the potential for rain up in the still city. So that's something that you have to look forward to is the weather going to be a factor in this game. You look at, um, you know, the rain probability throughout the day and it's sort of sitting at 
um, about 50% throughout the evening. So that's something to focus on. It was originally supposed to be a day to where it was going to rain for the majority of the day. And then, you know, just be uh, some bad field or field conditions for the evening in that matchup. It's a 6.30 Eastern time kickoff for the Cardinals. Um, and I think that this definitely has the potential to be a trap game. So like the first four weeks of the season, and really first five weeks, it's a matter of handling business. Because this is a game that obviously Louisville should win. And you look at the matchup against Boston College. You look at the matchup against NC State, Georgia Tech, the three conference games that the Cardinals have played up until this point. It was really kind of hard to gauge how good the opposition was. I mean, Georgia Tech was the first game of the year. Boston College had struggled to begin the year, but had just put up a great performance against Florida State. And then NC State had the potential to do some you know, solid work, but offensively they struggled. Defensively, obviously, it was a close game. But I think that Pittsburgh, it's not naive enough to suggest that Pittsburgh could be the worst ACC opponent that Louisville has gone up against to this point. But there are some things to focus on that make things a little interesting. Number one, the main storyline is the quarterback carousel with Pat Narduzzi's team. Phil Yurkovic uh, is no longer the quarterback of the Panthers. It is transfer quarterback uh, Christian Veyer, um, who I'm really not sure if that's how to pronounce his name. In a recent press conference, that's what he said his name was pronounced as, but it, I believe, was different on the uh, Pittsburgh um, roster directory. But for the sake of this episode, we're going to um, call his last name Veyer. Um, the sophomore from Ottawa, Ontario, started his career out at Penn State, was a former four-star guy that Jeff Brom admitted that he recruited at Purdue, but um, has not made a, a start yet. He has um, appeared in a couple games for Pittsburgh, two of them to be exact. He played against Wofford to where he was 5-9 and nine for 60 yards and a touchdown, which is what it was. But he also appeared against North Carolina, 7-18, of 18, no touchdowns, two interceptions, had a under 40% completion rating. So um, he will make his first start for the Panthers, his first start of his career. Um, granted, he now has a full week, actually full two weeks of preparation for this matchup against the Cardinals. So um, although signs pointing to this Pittsburgh team obviously struggling a ton offensively, you just never know. There's so much unknown when it is you know discussing um you know a new quarterback because there's not a lot of film on that quarterback to break down but you know it could either go really really well or it could just really not go well whatsoever um if the conditions are bad tonight against the Panthers I think that that slightly favors Pat Narduzzi's offense because it slows down that Louisville passing attack granted Pittsburgh is Pretty solid in terms of defending the pass. Um, you look at the the numbers in terms of statistics, they are top 20 in passing yards allowed. Um, but where that evens out is that they are 51st in defending the rush. So you could also say that that might play into Louisville's strength as well because it forces the Cardinals to run the football. But Bad weather could make an offense one-dimensional. Pittsburgh's defense, um, 
has been a pretty respectable defense. They haven't done a good job of turning or creating turnovers. Only four on the year. That's like 118th in the country as Louisville is top five in that category. They have um, forced 14 turnovers. But it's one of those instances to where it's a trap game. You're going up against a team on the road that is desperate to turn the ship around um, to get a victory. Um, You also talk about the narrative that Louisville is coming off a win against Notre Dame. In years past, when Purdue beats a top team, they are not good the following week. Now, granted, Brom admitted this in his weekly press conference. He says he hopes that the players understand this as well. You would assume that they do, so hopefully that's not going to be an issue. Um, You know, you also have possible bad weather, which could make this game extremely muddy to say the least, you know, um, pretty lackluster offensive play. If there's bad weather, who knows? But nonetheless, I think that for all things considered, Louisville should win this game. They should win this game by at least a touchdown, according to the Vegas odds. But um, it's one of those classic cases to where if you lose, it's going to really sting heading into the bye week because you just beat a Notre Dame team. You're 6-0. and You're top 15 in the country. People are starting to talk about you a lot, and then you lose to potentially the worst Power 5 team that you've played up until this point. So um, obviously a lot to lose here. And what is there to gain? Well, it is essentially getting another win under your belt, um, going into the bye week with a ton of momentum, getting healthy, Um, this is a matchup to where there's been rumblings that Jamari Thrash is battling a hand injury. He might not play. Uh, I haven't seen that confirmed as of noon on Saturday. So if it, if the news comes out before you listen to this, just know that this is being recorded at noon on Saturday. So, uh, but that doesn't necessarily worry me with how good the Louisville receiving core is. What's at stake for Louisville? Simply put, getting to seven and zero, heading into the bye week continuing to you know stay healthy and um you know heading to the last part of the schedule with a ton of momentum uh and what is there to gain if you or i'm sorry what is there to lose what is there at stake if you lose well uh you could lose that momentum you i I don't think it derails the season but I, i think that you lose a ton of that momentum there's obviously acc conference championship implications on the line with this game as well so Let's now start to dive a little bit more into this match. We'll talk about the two keys to victory, in my opinion, for this Louisville team. We'll do that here uh, momentarily after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Go to your profile, add the job with the purple hashtag hiring frame to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills that you're looking for. Because let's face it, adding the right team member can go a long way to creating a positive and measurable impact on your business. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people and qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, Cardinal fans. Um, obviously, college football already going on um, today, but make no mistake about it. Locked On will continue to have you covered all season long with the Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. on Eastern Standard Time on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, while also going in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to stay tuned. Heading on into the second segment of the show of this pregame episode of the Locked On the Louisville podcast, we're discussing the two keys to victory for the Cardinals in this matchup, one offensively, one defensively. Um, I think offensively, it, it's going to be pretty straightforward in this game. This Pittsburgh defense, don't let the record fool you. There is a ton of talent on this Pittsburgh defense. Pat Narduzzi is a pretty solid defensive-minded head coach in the Atlantic Coast Conference. They are dealing with some injuries on the um, defensive front, but at the end of the day, pretty solid uh, unit. But one thing that they've – I'm not going to say they've been pedestrian in doing, but it hasn't been great, is defending the rush. Pittsburgh is currently giving up about um, – <clears throat> excuse me. Pittsburgh is currently giving up um, around, I believe it's around 128 yards per game, which is about 51st in the country. Louisville is 17th, giving up just under 100 per game. Uh, Pittsburgh pretty solid in defending the pass, despite not creating a ton of turnovers. Now, granted, in weeks past, they've given up a good amount of points in this game. And that's something to focus on against North Carolina. They gave up 41 against Virginia tech. They gave up 38. So um, it seems like at this time, the defense could be trending in the wrong direction, but they're definitely looking at this performance to try to turn things around. That's why Louisville needs to build upon a great start to the rushing attack minus the game against NC state and continue to set the tone on the ground with the potential of bad weather, in Pennsylvania for kickoff um, with how Louisville's identity is sort of shaping out on the offensive end. It's sort of the pass is playing off of uh, establishing rushing the football. I could see an instance to where Jawar Jordan, Isaac Garendo, and Maurice Turner all see a pretty solid um, opportunity against this Panthers defensive front. Obviously, Jawar Jordan is coming off of his best performance of the season thus far, going up against uh, what was uh, projected to be a great rushing defense. Jawar Jordan had a fantastic uh, performance against the Fighting Irish, found the end zone twice, um, recorded his season high in rushing yards with 143, carried it for 21 times, 6.8 yards per attempt each game this season. Outside the NC State game to where he ran 16 times for 32 yards, he has averaged over 6 yards per carry in each of the other five games to start the season. So that's going to be a focal point for me, for this Louisville team, continuing to establish running the football. Now, granted, that is not just on Jawar Jordan. That also applies to Isaac Garendo and Maurice Turner. I could see an instance to where Isaac Garendo sees a ton of snaps this week because of the opportunity to wear down this Pittsburgh defense. If weather truly is 
going to be something that you have to take into consideration. I could see a you know larger running back like Isaac Garendo that utilizes more strength than speed, you know, trying to wear down this Pittsburgh defense, and then you know Jawar Jordan, Maurice Turner feeding off of that um, effect, and you know getting some chunk yardage. Maurice Turner, also a guy who I think could have a very interesting performance. Like we don't talk about Maurice Turner a ton, but it seems like whenever he's on the field, good things happen. I could definitely see an instance to where he has a big time play in this game against Pat Narduzzi's team. So for me, that's something to focus on. The running backs are obviously going to be of the utmost importance in terms of putting out a good performance, but it also goes to the guys up front as well. There has to be holes uh, for the running backs to go through in that game. It's in that game against NC State, there just simply was not. Now, granted, they were able to bounce back against Notre Dame against a pretty solid defensive front and open up those gaps. Jawar Jordan had a ton of room to run, and when you allow him to get through that first level of the defense, well, it doesn't spell a ton of success for the opposing defense. So I think that Jawar Jordan, Maurice Turner, Isaac Garendo um, are going to try to really set the tone here for Louisville, and then obviously it starts – up front with the guys in the trenches. So I look for the offensive line to set the tone here as well. Setting the tone running the football is the offensive key to the game for the Cardinals for a couple reasons. Switching over for the Cardinals defense, the key to the game is getting after the quarterback. Well, you could say that's a key to the game every week. Look at the context here. Pittsburgh's offense for lack of better terms, just has not been good. They're 120th in total offense, just over 300 yards per game. Um, Outside of the top 100 in yards per play, just inside of the top 100 in scoring offense, they're averaging about 23 points per game. Um, Outside of the top 100 in passing offense, rushing offense, uh, first downs gained, you you name it. There's really not that great statistic across the board outside of – They're top 25 in yards per completion and red zone um, conversion percentage. So um, they turned the ball over about as much as Louisville has throughout the season. They haven't thrown a ton of interceptions. They haven't fumbled the ball a ton. Um, But, I mean, they are not that great at protecting the quarterback at this point in time either. They're 100th in the country, allowing about three sacks per game. So that's something to focus on is with a new quarterback for Pittsburgh, this is his first career start. Obviously, he's going to have ample time to prepare for the Cardinals defense, but Louisville has done a great job of getting after opposing quarterbacks. That's something for me that I look at, and I think that the Cardinals really could um, you know, make life tough for Christian Bayer. Um, they are top five in the country in turnovers, you know, forcing turnovers. Um Granted, Pittsburgh's defense does a better job of getting after the quarterback. I think that we've talked about um, the Cardinals getting after the quarterback, but not necessarily those numbers turning into getting sacks on the quarterback. So um, getting pressure, forcing him to go through his reads quicker, forcing him to speed up those progressions in reading the defense, I I think would be big time for this team. Um, Like I said, if Louisville handles business on both ends of the football, I think they win this game comfortably. But this is a trap game. So to prevent Veyer from having a breakout performance in his first start at Pittsburgh, you have to get after the quarterback. Um, Pittsburgh's offensive line hasn't been good but it hasn't been horrible. So um, 
you you just have to essentially get home and um, get into the opposing backfield and make life tough, get them in third and long situations, force turnovers like you did last week, like you've done the past couple of weeks, and ride that momentum into the bye week. So um, keys to victory for me offensively, getting the ground game going early. Defensively, getting after Christian Veyer, making life tough for the Pittsburgh offense. So uh, players to watch for, for the Cardinals. Um, I don't necessarily think you're going to be shocked with who I go with offensively. Um, but defensively speaking, I, I think you could go with a couple of different players. So um, we'll talk about the players to watch for, for the Cardinals here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets back guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders. My favorite is single-game parlays. That's how you make your money. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season on the best sports betting app. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Okay, final segment of this pregame episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast, um, covering the full preview of this matchup for the Louisville Cardinals against the Pittsburgh Panthers. 6.30 kickoff time on the CW app up in Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Players to watch for for me on the offensive end, um, Jawar Jordan. I, I think offensively, this is a game that Louisville's going to try to establish running the football um, especially with the potential of weather. We keep mentioning weather because that definitely could be a factor in this game. Um, I think that if Jawar Jordan has another big performance, it's really going to kickstart this Louisville offense to having a solid performance. Now, granted, if the Cardinals are able to throw the football, this is where things get interesting because if the injury news is true about Jamari Thrash, well, then you could say the players to watch for could be Amari Huggins-Bruce. Could be Kevin Coleman Jr., could be Chris Bell. There's a couple of different players you can go with, right? Um, I think it's going to be a, a group effort. Now, granted, most targets do go to Jamari Thrash. I think that there's not going to be one player truly that specifically um, you know, benefits from Thrash being out. I think it's going to be a by-committee approach. So it's kind of hard to single out one offensive player in the wide receiving core that is the player to watch. I think that the focus here is going to be to establish running the football, something that Pittsburgh hasn't been all that great in doing to start the year. Um, so we will see how that goes. But I think coming off of his best performance of the season, arguably the best of his career uh, in college football, I think that this is a great opportunity for the Cardinals rushing attack to really, really set the tone here and try to um, put some distance in between themselves in Pittsburgh early on in this game. Defensively, you can go a couple of different ways, right? Um, I think you can really um, go with a couple of different players. For me, I'm going to go with Mason Riger. Now, granted, I feel like I've been mispronouncing his name Ever since he came to Louisville, and I do apologize to Mason, I always thought it was Mason Rieger, which I guess it still may be. I'm not sure, but on the broadcast, it was Mason Rieger, so we're going to go with that. Um, Mason was one of the best defenders in the ACC, probably in all of college football last week. He had four tackles, but he 
Got two sacks. One of those was against a projected top 10 pick in Joe Alt for Notre Dame. He forced a fumble um, and had some tackles for losses against a very good Notre Dame offense. The 6'4", former walk-on from Hoffman Estates, Illinois, is going to be relied upon here to increase pass rush against an inexperienced quarterback in Christian Veyer, an offensive line that's not great but not bad. Um, it's really going to be a focus um, for the Cardinals pass rush to get home. And I think that the player to watch for, it's appropriate to talk about um, an edge rusher considering that the key to the game is getting after the quarterback. You could go a couple different ways here. You could go with multiple players in the secondary. You could go with linebackers. You could go with interior defensive linemen. I think that that's the beauty of this defense. There's not just one player that stands out here for the Cardinals. It's a truly balanced effort for Jeff Brom's team, Ron English's defense. So offensive player to watch for, for me, running back Jawar Jordan. Defensive player to watch for, I'm interested to see how edge rusher Mason Ryger is able to um, you know, bounce off of this performance that he had against Notre Dame, the best of his career, and potentially continue that momentum into the bye week. So that's going to wrap up this pregame episode of the Lockdown Global Podcast. Like I said, I do apologize for the scheduling issues, not having a ton of um, content this upcoming or this past week, I should say. I know that there's been people in the comments that have given me some criticism for it. I think that it is, um, it's warranted and deserved, but I do want to apologize again for that. Um, that's not going to be the issue moving forward. So, um, but that's going to wrap up this episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here. Um, after the game, um, to find the lockdown Louisville podcast, you can find them at this graphic free and available wherever you get your podcasts.